0: Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is the soul of this podcast, Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend?
1: Um, I'm immaterial and eternal. I don't know. I wanted to come up with something solely. Oh, continue with the creds. <laughs>
0: If you understood that nonsense, email us at Roman uh, Podcast at Roman We're on Twitter at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey It's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z A C Mabry. We are on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Roman Circus Pod. And wherever podcasts are, Zach, the big news of the day is justice has finally happened. We finally, the national nightmare is over. Lori Laughlin is out of prison for the crime of loving her child just too much.
1: I, I know I'm She's like out, out of,
0: I, it's like I'm out of things to
1: pray for at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. I it's did been a dark few months. Her, I know two months. And you know, it's sad because she was there for basically the entire Hallmark Christmas movie season.
0: You know? They pulled her movies off Hallmark. Which,
1: as we've said, it's like it, this. Maybe started as a meme, but the more ridiculous people took it, pulling her movies off, like all this craziness. It's like, no, I, we have to be the counterweight in the situation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm very pleased to hear that Lori has been freed, that she can return to her family, um, and live happily ever after. And right. Becky, congratulations, saint of the week, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, We did it. Um, What else is going on? There was another thing I wanted to talk about, but I totally forgot what it was.
1: Oh. Well. probably
0: wasn't important.
1: We're all anxiously awaiting to find out if we're going to get $2,000 stimulus checks. Oh,
0: yeah. That was another thing. I remember that.
1: Yes. Mr. Turtle himself, Mitch McConnell, is apparently blocking it. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. Nobody wants my advice, but I would think, um, considering there's two Senate seats open, and those two seats would decide who gets to keep the Senate. They, um, they. I think you'd want to make people super happy right now. Those senators are for it. I know they've come out. um,
0: Loeffler Loeffler and Purdue have come out for it. They said they agree with President Trump that American people need two thousand dollars. Sure, and I get your point that if. One of them does not win. Mitch McConnell is not the leader of the Senate anymore. Right. And so
1: I would think if I were cocaine Mitch, Mm -hmm. I would would want to make people happy versus not happy. Just, you know, for like two
0: more weeks. One more week? I don't know. I don't know when this thing is. (laughs) At some point. Does that mean, now, does that mean that, if it goes through, are they going to vote on $600 and they just block the vote on $2,000? What is actually happening there?
1: Well, I think 600 already passed. And this is a bill to, to change the 600 to 2000 Okay. So I think it'd be a good idea. I mean... You know, we've got, according to Twitter, we've got these poor starving landlords, so they need $2,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I would personally, no offense, um, wouldn't like $2,000. I'm
0: sorry. I hope this doesn't offend, but I would like $2,000. Sorry if this offends. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ooh, are you triggered now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Oh. Gonna cry? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Cry about it? Yeah. Um, yeah they uh so what happened was like uh what Had everybody wanted ones. two thousand dollars, and um the Lincoln project was like, yeah, we love when people give us eighty eighty six million dollars in increments of two thousand dollars, and then Trump wanted it, and the Lincoln project was like, actually, uh you know who else gave away two thousand dollars Hitler did and he i I don't know, it doesn't oh, matter. Okay. I just wanted True. to say how the Lincoln Project is, uh, you know. What, is, is Jim
1: Swift involved in the Lincoln Project?
0: Um, I'm not sure. You should ask him. Friend of the okay. show, He's Jim Swift. Yeah. I know. He's You're my a friend, friend of the show. He's uh, a lovely gentleman.
1: Him and some of my other friends have been beefing on the TL. Mm-hmm. For, for real.
0: You um, know, that
1: happens. Right. It does. Um, but I, I hate to see it. You know, what are they?
0: What are they beefing about, Zach?
1: Um, I don't
0: remember. Do you I, want, you want to keep that in house?
1: Orange man, but ba- I mean, it's on the TL. I haven't asked any of them about it. Let me just let me just see real quick. Mm-hmm. So it's my friend Amber Athey, uh, mm-hmm. who is at uh, Spectator USA. She's their mm-hmm. Washington editor. She's been trading uh, barbs with Jim
0: Swift. Mm-hmm. So conservative infighting. That's why people listen to this podcast, right? We critique it from the outside. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> culture. We critique culture as we'll do later, and we critique conservative infighting.
1: Oh, I guess it's about the doctor that you remember when Trump had um, he had the novel coronavirus, COVID nineteen. I know, and, and he was at Walter Lord, Reed Medical.
0: He survived. I
1: know. I mean, not that we doubt. Him. Well, I was tweeting that he was already dead, so I guess I can't say we didn't doubt him. Mm-hmm. But um, so. A a doctor at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center um, had, uh, if you remember, Walter was there. He drove around and was, like, waving out the window to Mm. his fans, which, I mean, okay, like, I do that. Everyone does that.
0: Of course. Um, (laughs) It takes forever to get where we need to go.
1: One of the doctors did a big complaint about it, and I guess that doctor's now been removed from his schedule and worked his last shift,
0: and so Amber Was was he, like, actually waving can spread the coronavirus?
1: I don't know. I mean, all those doctor people just like to be on TV. I mean, you'll watch these. I I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to insult an essential worker, but you'll watch these videos with these nurses and you're like, I'm not trying to question your experience, but if you're going to film yourself crying for five minutes, do you think you should maybe have at least one tear? Like just, (laughs) but, um, so anyway, I guess he's been removed. So then Amber said, wrecked R E K T. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, our jim swift our other friend mm-hmm. quote tweeted that and said cult
0: oh wow this is this is getting vicious we,
1: we i need know. to keep
0: us updated on the blow by blow hopefully there isn't too much blood and then she responded she she said if jim oh, actually no.
1: read my work wow. he'd know how i criticize trump plenty, plenty but it's easier for him and his ilk to cope with the fact that their broken ideology has gone out of fashion by tossing around the cult insult.
0: And so that's lazy. that on that, Zach. That's the T says.
1: <laughs> um Amber's really cool though. She's a bro for sure. Speaking um speaking
0: of doctors and stuff, uh the vaccine went to the Vax Queen today. Kamala Harris got her vaccine, which you know I'm thankful that uh she got it before I did. So you know she can uh walk around with it and we can see if there's any side effects. Yeah, As always, this the policy, isn't the policy on the, the Roman Circus pod is that all of our leaders should get it before us so they can be test dummies. That's the, uh, the official podcast stance.
1: Right. And since this one's not, you know, paywalled, I guess I'll say the vaccine's totally safe. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, because I think we did touch on this in the last episode, but I think it's good that the, like, it's reassuring to see if they're actually getting it, which there's that one video that looks like that. But if the politicians are actually getting it, some people are saying, oh, they need to wait. Like they need to lead from behind. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, yeah, if a fresh shipment of food showed up and we're all starving, totally like politicians. I mean, if I was a politician, I'd be like, how am I supposed to lead you guys if I'm hungry? Mm -hmm. But um, you know, but in this case where it's a brand new virus that just got invented, no, you know, I think that they do need to have skin in the game and, and get injected with that stuff. Um, sure. Personally,
0: they, uh, you know, and if Microsoft stock goes up and they all buy Microsoft Sur- surface pros afterwards, that's just a complete coincidence, but you know, right, right, right. Um, it's, uh, yeah,
1: that was joking about that. And I feel like I sent you that text where it's like, I don't know if I have COVID, but I've got a sore throat. I'm congested and I keep ordering Microsoft products. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And you were like, might as well. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, that part's a joke.
0: Yeah. Well, you um, sent it, to be fair, you sent it in two different texts. Mm, different. That's right. Different times. And we were ordering new and, equipment for the and podcast. I'm an and I'm an idiot.
1: So true. Um. <laughs> JK JK. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. So we're in this lull period right now. It's we're between Christmas and New Year's, so a lot of people are on vacation. Mm-hmm.
0: Merry Christmas, by the way.
1: Merry Christmas. Today's mm-hmm. the what the day of Christmas?
0: It is the fifth day of Christmas.
1: Yes, that's right. Five golden rings. Mm-hmm. Remember the fir- Remember in 2018 when we did the 12 days of Christmas and we had 12 podcasts.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. We
1: like we're so on our- We have to get back on our game. Yeah. Um. So, yes, but yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope everyone's getting time off. Um. 2021 instead of goals. From yeah. ho- 2020- instead of working from home, you're just uh, experiencing existential dread from home.
0: <laughs> sure. Why not both?
1: Why not both? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, um, you know, another thing we're doing, uh, just to throw in a quick plug, guys, um, if you don't subscribe to our Patreon, we do um, weekly-ish uh, Patreon episodes where we, we dig deeper into topics. We talk about, you know, things that don't always fit within the realm of this main podcast. Uh, but we just make it fun. We also send out some free merch. And uh, starting now or starting in the new year uh for the new subscription you can subscribe for a full year um and you on patreon you have the option you can just do a full year at once and you get a discount for doing that so you, you get some of the months free saving money saving money living better so um do subscribe we have some fun things planned for patreon this year um hoping to get canceled again so
0: you know um if it happens it happens if he dies he dies That's right. If he dies, he dies. Mm -hmm. But so, uh, yeah. So that's in the news now, Zach. Before we get out of here, we wanted to touch on (laughs) touch on a movie we we watched. We watched it, so you all didn't have to. It's uh, Disney's Pixar's Disney Pixar's Soul. That's right. S o u l. S o u l, and it just came out recently on christmas oh on christmas that's very recent um i was unsure when it came is what up. the kids would say these yeah. days yeah that's what they would say now it uh would you like to give us an overview of what it's about
1: yeah so i mean i think you know so basically this is the newest pixar movie pixar obviously launched a toy story and they have like the cool computer animated things mm-hmm. um you know a unique thing about this one is it launched directly to Disney Plus there were no extra charges uh, to watch it so all you guys that have Disney Plus um, got to see it for free you'd have to pay
0: $30 like live like real life on the lawn is that so that's is this the only like the second is this the second time they've released a movie this isn't the second time they've released a movie straight to Disney Plus but like this is the second time a movie that would have came out in theaters was released to Disney Plus is what you're saying
1: yeah, I think that's the case. When you look at the cast, it, it's not a direct to streaming cast. But I don't. Know. I guess Netflix everything's straight. You know, they've got like Spike Lee movies on. But mm-hmm. so the the main character uh, was voiced by Jamie Foxx. and then James the, Fox. Yes, yes, Mr. James Fox. Is he? <laughs> I'm not going to ask the question. I don't, is he related to Red Fox?
0: Uh I'll effort that because uh, I mean if to seems unique. I've never heard otherwise, and that could be a that just could be a decision that they call him that. His real name is Eric Bishop. Okay, Eric Marlin so, Bishop.
1: I wonder if he picked his stage name to like pay respect to Red Fox, the comedian.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's the oh. one that said he does the bit about you got to watch your a money money, your yes. at money money. Sorry. Um,
0: I uh, I can look that up. I'm sure it'll be easy to, yeah, he chose his surname as a tribute to the black comedian, Red Fox. No way. Yeah. That's
1: what what it says. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the supporting lead or the female, I don't know what you call them. uh, The other lead was Tina Fey. Uh, And so there are also a lot of other recognizable voices on there. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so I like Pixar movies generally obviously toy Story. i didn't see toy story four but one two and three when three came out it was the first movie i ever saw uh, by myself at a movie theater um i was going through a breakup Uh so it was like life transitions like the toys get you know there's that scene towards the end with andy and the toys Mm -hmm. i was going through this breakup Mm -hmm. um very touching film i haven't seen it since but i liked it (laughs) you're a big fan of the toy story franchise
0: yeah uh, oh yeah. 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 Toy Story 3 is great. I saw it with my friends and I wasn't going through anything sad. It was a happy time in my life. Wow. Congrats. I saw um, it. I saw it with uh, Ari Aster, director of uh hereditary. Ooh. That's my, that's my, I'm a really important person and I know famous people bit of the day. Nice. Well, and he told a very inappropriate joke on the way out, which I will not, repeat because you know i don't know we can
1: you can tell the joke on the the next Paywalled
0: episode okay
1: maybe um yeah so you know this is unique they spent 150 million dollars making this movie um because of the covid stuff like there were places where it did open in box office and it's brought in 7.6 million dollars at box office so Mm -hmm. i guess the idea is is that through whatever uh metrics you use to calculate streaming revenue for movies um or perhaps people who don't have disney plus so i wonder if you can buy it on other services or buy it on home media Mm -hmm. i guess they're trying to plug you know the additional um 132 well i mean personal experience tells me you never really have to make up the money you spend on a movie but who knows
0: um (laughs) well the movie you were in did pretty decent and had a good good shelf life so yeah that's well, the thing. like
1: you don't have to do it overnight, and like Wizard of Oz didn't break even for 10 years or something like that.-hmm what
0: uh let's I spent see. three dollars on it um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little Rascal's box office was 67 point three million. Uh, okay? You got to think that they between advertising and filming, they did not spend sixty seven point three million. Is the budget not on Wikipedia? The budget is not on Wikipedia, Zach. Wow. Well, I was paid less than sixties, What is it? 67.3 million. Yeah,
1: I was paid less than 67.3 million. So, okay. um, it sounds like there's... A, it's possible that they spent less than that.
0: Yeah. I so, know.
1: anyway, um, I, I probably would have watched this movie anyway because it's Pixar and I have Disney Plus and it's free and it's new and, you know... We always go to movies as a family on Christmas until the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, uh, arrived from China. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, we had to do something different. So we watched Soul. You watched it too? hmm So, I mean, just first off, did you like it?
0: I enjoyed it. I thought it was... I, I don't know. I, it didn't strike me as like one of the better Pixar movies that I've seen, but I did enjoy it. And I, uh, I mean, it was just kind of, I don't know, just unoffensive entertainment. That's really, fair, that's fair. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, oh, we'll get into it more. But my surface level review of whether I liked it or not was I enjoyed watching it that's
1: yeah Yeah, valid i liked watching it and i thought it was kind of charming so Mm -hmm. but since it touches on matters of the soul it did seem like something we definitely needed to you know like folks we need to talk about so so
0: yeah do we are we going to even talk about the plot i mean this whole thing like if you want to watch the watch the movie don't listen to this podcast yet yeah there's
1: going to be spoilers from here on out so
0: so basically Um, the uh main character main character is a hopeful jazz musician who just wants to jazz it up and be jazzy the rest of his life and play jazz and he finally gets his break he's like he's a school he's a jazz a music teacher he finally gets his break and he gets to play with like the big jazz star in town and he does really well in his audition and on the way home he falls into the sewer and presumably dies or gets to a state where he is in between heaven slash the afterlife and earth so it's like this this the gas station the it's like the pilot gas station in between phoenix and los angeles for souls where you can stop and like use the restroom and get gas and grab food yes
1: um it's a pretty funny scene. So this all happens really early on. I don't know if this even qualifies as a spoiler, but it, it's pretty funny because you do know because it's the premise of the movie that he dies at the beginning because the whole thing is his soul. Yeah. So, you know, there's all these things where he seems like he's about to get it, um, but he narrowly escapes death in this like one scene walking through town and then he falls down the manhole.
0: And, yeah. Um, yeah was when he
1: comes to, he's like a soul and he's on this, um, this kind of conveyor belt thing into this big light and finds out that he's uh, heading to the, yeah, the great beyond.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is just all the, all the souls headed to the great beyond. Yeah. So,
1: okay. I think that there's some, you know, f- for starters uh, props to them for they, they do sort of recognize death as the soul and the body separating from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. The conveyor belt in a way could be like purgatory, um, though in the movie, everybody ends up on the conveyor belt. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, not everybody, um, ends up in heaven. And so, uh, not everybody gets on the conveyor belt to heaven, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't think Disney necessarily needed to, um, depict a hell, but he did. So on the conveyor belt heading up, this is kind of the afterlife he's in his soul he then freaks out and is like, I can't be dead. I, I just got this jazz gig. I'm so excited. This, that. Yeah. Here we go. And so he's running down the conveyor belt and then some things happen and he ends up in a different place.
0: Right. He ends up in a place where all the people in charge are named Jerry, which I thought was funny. And I did like that. One of them is voiced by the amazing Richard Iowade from... He's a British, he's a British actor. He has a great voice, and I was happy to hear his voice. And another voice is the lady who plays a cop in the hunt for the wilder people, which are two references I don't know if anyone will get, but I got them and I liked it.
1: Nice. So when this happens, um, the place that he's at, he's like, Am I where am I? Is this heaven? Is this he says H E double hockey sticks. Ooh, wow, yeah. The paywalled paywalled I know. And then all the little souls start saying it, which is really funny. Yeah. The actual the actual which word. Um. I per- I forgot about
0: that part. That was funny.
1: I know. They're like, "Hello, oh, oh, hello." Oh. Um so this happens, he finds out he's not in any of those places. The place that he's at is called the Great Before. Um
0: mm-hmm. so
1: this is where souls are before they're, you know, on earth in bodies. So this yeah. is like the pre-life. So okay obviously you can't go from the afterlife to like this before thing, but um, for the sake of, of being able to demonstrate these concepts, I wasn't like that was, you know, in a sense, that was almost like the um, Dante's Inferno of like, well, you obviously can't like go to these places, Mm -hmm. but you know, to observe them and explain the concepts to the audience, that was fine. Um, But like right off the bat, the sort of immediate, um, if you want to look at it, philosophically or theologically um, your soul and your body are created at the same time. Mm -hmm. So your soul doesn't go anywhere or do anything prior to your body. And then, you know, so there's not this Mm -hmm. Um, Scott Smith wrote a review on this that I thought was very good. Um, He points this out and he says, you know, they didn't create the podcast. I know. And friend of the pod, Scott Smith. Yeah. Um, He doesn't, you know, he points out that they didn't have the souls created, like the souls haven't been around for eternity. Cause that's like a, a common heresy that like your soul ex- has existed for all of eternity. And mm-hmm. then you're like born in time. Yeah. Um, but what, what happens and it's, it's, you know, I find it very, it's very unmagical if you want to think of it this way is that like at the moment that your body's created at conception, your soul is created too. Um, it's not like some other process like grafted on top of it where like the natural yeah. process happens and then like magic juice like it it all happens at once Um, because the soul is what makes your body, your body. So at the moment that your body's created, Mm -hmm. your soul is there too. So you've got that point, a single cell, you know, organism. It's called a, is it called an embryo at that stage even? I don't even remember. But so, yeah, when that happens, not to get into where babies come from, but at that moment uh, you have, you know, A single cell, you and your soul is there too. Um, Mm -hmm. And as you develop, um, your body becomes male or female and your soul
0: views that and that's how it adapts. I mean, the soul is what animates the body. So it would would stand to reason that a growing body would need a soul from day one. Right, in order to grow. Yeah. Yes. And just be human, yeah.
1: Now, despite that obvious, you know, sort of factual error there, it was a very fun scene, The Great, before. Mm -hmm. Um, The souls are, like, led around, and they go into these things, um, you know, where they get different temperaments. Like, some of them are narcissistic, and some of them are, you know, creative, or this or that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, it was very fun to watch. You know, would watch it again, but it's important to point out that your temperament and things are on the natural level. They aren't part of your soul Um, in that sense they're part of your body so if you have the four temperaments that is in your it's you know it's in your brain mass it's in you know whatever it is it's the body not the soul so when you die for instance your temperament doesn't go with you um because it's in the body not the soul so you it would have been the you know i don't know how you could really do a cartoon of like brains going and getting their
0: temperaments i mean this is kind this is going to be the underlying message of the review is i don't know i mean should we talk we can talk about it more at the end but like it's it if you're going to make a movie an animated movie about the soul it's almost impossible to do it theologically correct and still have an interesting storyline that carries for 90 minutes right and probably i don't know how you do it Yeah, I mean, it would be tough. And the idea that Disney cared to do that, they probably didn't. And they probably also didn't think about it in much more terms, other than we just need a plot device to make the story work, right?
1: right like i don't think that and soul out is jazz that's the
0: thing we obviously right. all there's realize cool, that right right Apparently. there's a plan words if he's a
1: jazz musician and so like the soul there um right i don't think disney set out to educate or uh, miseducate people on the nature of the soul yeah. or anything but it's a nice touch point to be able to point to things at the movie and then explain how that like actually work. i mean it's in a sense it's still as helpful as a t like a learning tool mm-hmm. because like was I, as I was watching it, sort of each thing that happened is like, okay, well, how does this actually work? You know, what's the, you know, um, in reality, what, how does this play out? Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the two notes I had on, on like, you know, if you wanted to tie it back to philosophy or theology, um, is the, the souls pre existing before the bodies are being created separate from the bodies and then, um, being given their temperaments as souls. Um, I did like that there were lots of Australian accents in uh, of the Jerry's. Did you notice that they they have the
0: accountant? The account the is is the accountant the one that follows them like into Earth. Yeah, yeah. She was the one that I was saying was in the, the played the cop. Oh no, the the accountant was a he. Oh, okay. Well, the one I was talking about was a a New Zealand gal. Interesting. Um, yeah, the what's the who's the accountant?
1: so um we mentioned before that um after joe decides he couldn't possibly dead and he kind of runs off the conveyor belt and ends up in the grave before Mm -hmm. um there's an accountant that all of a sudden is like oh the count is off as in like you know all the souls that are supposed to be uh going on the conveyor belt there's one missing and he's like the count is off he's freaking out right he goes and tells the jerrys shows them his math um and so he spends the rest of the film like looking for why the count is off and he's going
0: through all these file cabinets and stuff. Yeah. Um, Terry, the soul, the soul counter. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a lady Zach named Rachel house. No, really? Yeah. 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 No, her, she has a deep voice and she kind of plays it. She, she doesn't really put a lot. It It's pretty, it's a pretty calm voice too, but it is, it's a gal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See I
1: learned something from this. Um, So the baby souls, once they've like, there's all these things, but once they get ready, they get an earth pass. And so their little name tag turns into a sticker of planet earth and they go and they jump off this ledge and fly down to earth, which Mm -hmm. Disney intentionally, like Disney did not show when that happens. Um, Which I thought uh, Scott Smith pointed this out too, that that showed good restraint. Cause like Disney could have shown that happening like at birth, Mm -hmm. um, which is sort of what a lot of pro-abortion people now would say it's shortly after birth but mm-hmm. um, you know in general the argument around abortion um, there's a, a concept that people have sort of made up called delayed insolvent where um, yeah, it the makes, soul... you, it makes
0: you feel better about ending lives
1: yeah and it also doesn't make sense because it's, it's like this magical way of thinking that everything goes along and then somehow like bloop, there's a soul now um, mm-hmm. right. and so it I think believing that is uh, nonsensical And it does make religion sort of magic-y and um, something that, you know, uh, smart people couldn't possibly get into. Yeah. So, um, Joe tries to do that. When he jumps down, he can't because he doesn't have this little earth name tag. So, every time he jumps off the ledge to go back to earth, he just ends up right back in the grave. Mm -hmm. Before before getting caught, he realizes that uh, souls that have already died can mentor new souls. Right. So he um, steals someone's name tag, so commits identity theft. <laughs> um, I guess it's worth pointing out you can't send after you die, so I guess that's Number yeah. three. Yeah. So he steals a name tag and then goes into the seminar where he's going to get matched with the Gra- soul that he Grabs
0: a name tag normally.
1: Yes. And so they call the gray beyond before they call this process the youth or the youth seminar. Yeah. I was thinking it was youth until I saw it written out. So... This happens and they're calling up the souls and matching them with their mentors. And it's these really long numbers, but then they call 22. And it's Jim Faye. And she's a soul that just keeps not ever getting all the, it's like merit badges that you get. And then your name tag turns into earth and you you go down. She like can't get all of her badges because she's just the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, And it showed different people who have
0: struggling Zach. Right, and it showed the different people who
1: had mentored her before, um, and it's kind of the Muhammad sort of, Ali. Yeah, it was like Muhammad Ali. I think Gandhi, Mother was one.
0: Teresa, Gandhi, Mother
1: Teresa. That was funny, and Marie Antoinette. I appreciated that. Yeah, um, you know.
0: So between Mother Teresa, Einstein, and, I think a lot of a lot of people. The yeah, point like was, famous, famous the dads. Point was a lot of these great people have attempted to to mentor 22, and she just doesn't get it, Zach. If they can't teach her, nobody can teach her. Right, and she doesn't want to
1: be born. She likes, you know, just being there kind of thing. Yeah, um,
0: she likes the so, void.
1: So as luck would have it, the Jerry in charge of, uh, of assigning mentees, assigned to the person whose identity Joe stole, uh, he assigned it to 22, who's Tina Fey. So, you know, he tries to mentor her a lot, a lot of, um, they've between the two of them, they concoct a plan to go back to earth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It involves, Wait, um,
0: she had never been she, to earth.
1: No, that's right. He, had, had he never wanted been to get, to earth.
0: he wanted to get back. That's right. Part of his mentor was he wanted boots on the ground. Training. That's right. Oh, and like the idea was he was going to
1: help her. He's going to help 22 get the rest of her little badges so that her name tag turns into, an earth sticker Mm -hmm. an earth pass and then he's going to take it and go to earth and she's totally cool with this because she doesn't want to go right um so then they they run into like some i i don't understand this part necessarily but they (laughs) meet those people on the ship on like the boat okay and it's like it's like people in a trance and those people help them get their souls back into their bodies Mm -hmm. um so I don't know if you want to elaborate on that or Scott Smith kind of explains this too, but they get back and it's it's like, oops, they, they got it wrong. His soul went into a cat and her soul went into
0: um, him. him. Right. So he, yeah, so... Joe's in a cat and he hears his own voice, but no one else can hear his voice. And then 22... they didn't
1: specify what, from that point on, what pronouns you're supposed to use to
0: refer to Joe. Ah, yes, yes, classic. Classic 2020 joke, Zach. Um, That's right. (laughs) And uh, 22 goes in Joe's body, uh, which everyone can hear her voice, 22's voice, but everyone else on earth hears Joe's normal voice. So there's nothing suspicious about this it's just joe and a cat and they're walking around kind of helping and there's some funny scenes about obviously 22 trying to get a handle on like using a body and doing earth stuff and joe wants to get to where he has to go but he's a cat so he's just kind of a cat walking into these places one of the notes i wrote down was they did a Homage slash real life callback to Pizza Rat, which is probably what like three years old by now, but was current when they made when they started making the movie.
1: So, what is that? What's
0: Pizza Rat? It's just that video of a rat in New York carrying a piece of pizza through the streets.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, is this a ratatouille thing?
0: Um, but they gotcha. did. They had that like awkward thing where. I don't know if it was the cat or Joe, the human like just awkwardly stared at this this giant rat dragging a piece of pizza down the street. Um, Amazing. That was one of my two notes that I made.
1: The rat probably moved out of, uh, moved out of New York due to the chaos.
0: Yeah. The rat moved to the burbs. (laughs) Um, So that happens. And, um, I mean, this is the whole, the plan all along is to like complete all the, it's still, it's still the plan complete, like all this stuff, get all your, get all your check marks and get your earth sticker and then I'll take it. And I'll be back.
1: So yeah, they have all these earth experiences. She, you know, he reckon he meets his mom and they've been feuding and they sort of have this touching reconciliation. He, you know, has to teach a music lesson. Like there's these, Different life things, and in the process, 22 to living. Um, and you know, they're trying to get back up to the great before to sort out this, this like little oopsie, uh, with regards to which body they got in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I don't know, I think it's cool. It was, a, it was fun in that sense, and there were lots of laughs. Like, she's in the shower as him, I guess, and she's like, I washed your butt, yeah. Um, laugh
0: all the lines to get the kiddos laughing exactly exactly
1: um so yeah it works out so then after they go back to sort of sort out this whole they're in the wrong bodies thing because of the experience they had on earth uh 22 gets her earth badge like she completes her you know gets her spark and her name tag turns into earth and um joe snatches that up and and goes back to his body this is of course devastating to 22 who's like finally gotten a taste for earth and was excited to be born. So she throws this big tantrum.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, wait. Okay. In between there are bits where like they're sitting at the barber shop, and 22 Joe, the Joe who's inhabited by 22 is now opening up to the barber and like learning about the barber and like being more personable. It shows the, this shows Joe, this shows Joe who's now in a cat that he needs to like, you know, be more personable and not so like intent on ja like life is happening around him and he's not paying attention to it. Right. Like all this stuff, like life, like you need to be more engaged in your life and like take, take control and like enjoy things and not be so stuck on whatever Joe is stuck on when he's in his yeah. normal human self. Right. So those are like the, you need to, he is what his dad passed away and it, Talks a little about that. So it's like all this stuff where obviously while 22 is learning how to be a human, coincidentally 22 is showing Joe how to be like all this stuff he's missing out on.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that, um, you know, that's sort of the message of the movie. So after, after they get back, they sort things out 22 gets her earth past Joe snatches it. Mm-hmm. goes back as himself, does the jazz performance. Like, in theory, he has everything he's always wanted, but then he's all sad because he he just like stole someone's life. Um, yeah. So he then goes into this trance state, back to these people that float around on this boat in the other dimension um, and wants to rectify the whole thing. And in doing so, he... Okay, it comes off like he gives up his own life, but technically... Yeah. He stole that. So, I mean, I guess it's admirable that he didn't have to do that, but he also, it was like, so, so, but that happens. Um, so then he's back on the conveyor belt to die. 22 gets to go be born. And, um, and then all of a sudden the Jerry show up and they're like, oh man, like 22 was so hopeless, but you solved it and yeah. you were really nice. And so we're going to give you another shot at life.
0: Yeah. That's Which, a big
1: spoiler. So I hope that anybody that thought we were kidding about revealing the ending. Uh...
0: Well, yeah, but this, I mean, obviously like, this is where you can read this and be like, oh, it's riddled with theological inaccuracies and be like, yeah, it totally is. Also, they needed a way to end the movie and there's no real way. I mean, that's if that's the way they wanted to go, this is like the only way they could really end it. And it's not the best ending, Right. I mean, from a standpoint of he learns like the final thing is him walking out of his door being like, I'm going to live every day to the fullest or whatever and be like, all right, if that's that's the way you wanted to go, that's like the only possible way that you could achieve this giving your, giving how you've set it up. So like the ending is going to be a little like muddy and weird and like, just kind of like, well, you did a good thing back to earth you go, right? Like, I don't, yes, I don't know. I mean, what because the...
1: they don't have a concept of and that's the thing. Like him not wanting to go on to his eternal destiny because he wants to play jazz. Like at the end of the day, um, if you're going to heaven, that's the fulfillment of all. like you're not going to be up in heaven wishing that you'd
0: had one more day on earth. Like you're not going to be wanting anything. Um, Joe, you aren't. Joe is following the line from the great poet slash entertainer drake when he said i can't imagine heaven being any better than this talking about there his you life. go
1: yeah i mean really though kind of that again for the sake of the movie death seems to be sort of the end like you go into this light and you're no more or something um and so because of that obviously yeah like if you have unfinished business you want to go finish it but mm-hmm. at the end of the day if you um like you know, in reality, if you die in the state of grace, you go to heaven, and mm-hmm. you're not you're you will not be in heaven wishing for anything that you don't have.
0: Oh, I know. Which imagine, is, which is hard to imagine. Fathom. Imagine going to heaven and wanting to be back on earth. Ugh.
1: Ugh. During the novel coronavirus COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I did they show what like what 22
0: went on to do or be? I don't think so. Right. I don't remember. remember. And one of the things I saw when I was reading a few, like a review, one review talked about how they like, the ending was almost tragic because a black man gave up his life for a white woman. And I was like, well, we don't know what 22 was. It was voiced by a white woman, but we don't actually know like what that soul was. So like, you don't have to like, you don't have to be worried about that.
1: Yeah. One thing I also thought was nice was kind of like you just said, the main character is a black man and the movie is about just a movie. Like, um,
0: yeah, there's there's nothing really black specific like it's just a, a a black man portraying a character that could potentially be anyone is what you're saying
1: well right like his, his the the character's whole plot line isn't just about being black um a lot of times if you get a like if disney or pixar were ever wanted to do kind of a token movie where they're like okay we're gonna do a movie with you know xyz racial minority the plot line is just about that Yeah, like person doing being that minority and what that is about there there's not like a depth of character or like these layers and i thought joe was a layered character in the the sense of it's like he wanted this but he didn't like to again to have a layered character i think that you
0: also understand that he's a black character right like you don't right they talk
1: about the the historical importance of jazz music for american blacks i mean there's no hide it's it's not it's just a fact of the character's life that he's black, and that these things are there. Um, yeah. It. So, you know, I think that that's. I, I, I think I appreciated that because, again, when one of these big studios goes, okay, we're going to do, you know, a movie about Asians or a movie about a black guy or Mexicans, that they the whole character yeah. is very it would be a very one dimensional sort of stereotyped kind of tokenish. Here's our, you know, here's our black character for this year's, you know, so we can qualify for whatever um and and obviously a great story and the character was black and he was authentically black and there was history there so i thought that was great
0: yeah and obviously i don't see color i'm very colorblind i don't i don't (laughs) see color at all i don't see anything that separates us i think we're all completely the same with no qualities that stand out whatsoever so when i was watching it joe was just a blob to me but it's nice to hear you say that right yeah
1: um yeah so that's i mean this as far as the movie goes i think i liked it and i I do think like you said it would be hard to do an accurate portrayal of the nature of the soul um and plus they they weren't even disney wouldn't even know where to look
0: yeah but they weren't that wasn't even the point the point was like you they probably thought of the the thing was like they probably thought of a jazz musician and then they thought of the play on word soul and that he in order to gain soul he needed to like revive his soul like it just that's it's not there's no i don't think there's any depth to that idea more so they were just trying to make an a fun story with like fun character like when you talk about when you talk about the afterlife you can create goofy characters and quirky situations because like i don't know we everyone who is alive now I mean, we want them to be Catholic, but like, you know what I mean? Like people, when they think of the afterlife, they think of goofy scenarios and they, right. so they just wanted to put some of those. And when you write something like this, you probably think of like, you're thinking of jokes and fun things. Like the idea, like that they're all named Jerry. Like that's just something you want to write and figure out how can we create a scenario where like it would just all be Jerry. And I think it had a lot, it kind of had the tone of the good place a little bit that section okay only. yeah kind of you know what i mean like just because it's a like a exp- they I think a big exp-
1: difference though is that i liked this movie and i didn't like the good place fair. that's fair i couldn't couldn't make myself finish it
0: oh wow it uh sorry <laughs> no i mean that's your i don't i find those loved, things loved her and frozen but i know people get upset over things like people's own opinions on television and food but i don't really i don't get upset zach if you don't want to finish it you don't have to finish it um yeah so i mean that's the thing it's like not worth i think it's funny to like make jokes about how you can make like tongue-in-cheek jokes about not wanting to watch anything that betrays xx and x in the church but at the end of the day i i don't know disney as a corporation is much more in general offensive i guess than this movie was if that makes sense
1: yeah i wasn't i don't think anyone should be bothered by it i think and it's a good way to like again you watch it and then you can sort of see the way that things are portrayed in the movie and then think through or figure out how that how those things actually work so i think in that sense it's sort of valuable um because I mean, yeah, like I mean, we said, maybe there, there's someone, some core things, maybe and then you sort realize those it. were necessary changes to tell the story.
0: Yeah, maybe someone will watch it, and I—I I mean, we shouldn't. You shouldn't do inaccuracies in the hope with the excuse of maybe someone will watch it and learn the truth. But right, obviously, if,
1: that's a pretty big one for Pope Gregory the Sixteenth. Um, anyway.
0: Yeah, but my point: is, this is out here, and they did it. So, like, maybe the good that comes of it is someone looks up what you know what happens yeah. to the soul like it's not one it doesn't make the inaccuracies good and correct it just the way it this movie was clearly gonna be made and k like i didn't really know about it until shortly before you said you were gonna watch it so like it's already it was already in the work so the good that can potentially come is hopefully people learn about the soul and it leads them to the church I mean I think the, the only thing that
1: could have been the only thing that really could have been explicitly harmful would have been if they had portrayed again, like I said, people getting their souls like at birth. Like they could have easily, since you know, he wakes up in a hospital, oh, they could have easily yeah. had like a soul, you know, popping into a baby right as it, you know, mm-hmm. breathes its first breath kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's where I I didn't find anything objectionable in those lines. I thought it was funny. Um, there's, you know, a lesson behind it and You know, people are pretty, um, you know, to to understand reality that there's sort of two um, realms, like there's the material realm and the spiritual realm. and Inside every
0: person there's an angle and a devil, Zach.
1: Yes, an angle and a devil. Um, So, you know, you have your body and your brain and your mind and all that kind of stuff that can be seen under a microscope or, you know, is made up of matter. And then you have your soul, which is um, immaterial and eternal. And I think, you know, at least thinking in those terms, it does sort of show a separation. The souls, you know, there's a funny scene where they're trying to eat and they, you know, they can't taste anything and they can't do those things. And, you know, that does is correct that the senses are um, in the body. Of course, it, you know, your five external senses mm-hmm. are part of your body. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole process where those things, you know, make it to your soul, uh, which is cool. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I don't know. It wasn't really, I, I doubt this will get even, I don't know. I'm interested to see how um, certain other outlets uh, cover the movie. Um, Cause I, a lot of them tend to be able to find outrage wherever they look, but um, I think, you know, it was, it was a fine treatment of, of the subject matter. It was fun to watch. It was nicely done. I laughed a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: a lot of voice i like it also had i don't know if you've have you seen uh, inside out
0: i was just about to ask do you like it more than inside out and what do you think is a better representation of theological accuracy zach
1: so i had actually not seen inside out but we i as soon as we finished soul we immediately watched inside out because i was like i feel like these are so they're the same director and mm-hmm. I, I just thought i feel like these are kind of similar in the way that they I enjoyed Inside
0: Out. Great laughs.
1: I did. Inside Out was good. And I, I mean, I think Inside Out was probably more true to reality than mm-hmm. um, than Soul was. <laughs> but there's also a lot more available data on this. Like there's plenty of of science. And I mean, and you can talk about how certain, certain therapeutic models are flawed. But for the most part, there's a lot of understanding about how the brain works and,
0: I'm, you know, I'm the, glad the you...
1: passions and...
0: What? I'm glad you talked about science. We do believe in the science on this podcast.
1: Yes, respect all, believe all scientists. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of the way that mental processes right. work. Yeah, I thought, it's, it's you know, not
0: as abstract, I guess, as quote unquote abstract as what happens after you die.
1: Well, so I said, I don't know if Disney would know where to even go for an explanation on these things. And I mean, I hate to say it, but I doubt you'd even find... You know, in every
0: parish, someone that can kind of walk you through it. Who? Knows? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Well, no, I I think that's true. Like, I maybe that's true because it's just a tough thing, and it's not growing up. And here's the every so often where I talk about my Catholic, Catholic school schools. education. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we like you. It's hard to even talk about it in that because, like, you, I don't know. It's it's kind of a thing you would have to teach just have one class on and have that class build through the entire year right you can't just like get to may and be like well this for the next two weeks we're going to talk about the soul i mean you could you could initially just as like a little intro but a full actual representation would take like an actual building of the information
1: right and i think that in a mainstream context uh, whether christian or even just broadly speaking spiritual mm-hmm. um gross as opposed to being you know an aspect of like hard reality with the soul and it you know it necessarily being you know coming into existence at the same time as the body this and that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it, it's sort of a fun like a, a thing of like and then you have a body and then also you have a soul And it, you get your soul, uh, I don't know when, but isn't it neat how you have it? And your soul is, you know, it's, it's sort of the feel good, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm happy, you're happy, um, you know, Bible verse on the mirror type thing. So, you know, you get kind of that bumper sticker, Christianity, spirituality stuff of like, isn't it great inside of you is a soul? And it's, you know, there's, there's not any kind of concept of these, these things being real, Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I don't know. But yeah, I definitely think that it it felt like I mean, even though I had to watch it after I watched uh Soul, it Soul felt like a sort of sequel to Inside Out.
0: Yeah, it did see I mean
1: Like in, in the same brainwave.
0: Yeah, they they obviously had a very successful movie with Inside Out. So I think obviously when you have a successful movie like that you wanna kinda can uh continue it, keep it keep it going so true yeah
1: um yeah so i don't know interested to see what people think um the only the review that i've read from like a catholic perspective that kind of looks into the reality of the concepts put forward like soul and stuff um was scott smith's so i you know it'll be interesting to see what you know different outlets i think maybe their movie their you know staff movie reviewer people are out for christmas so um i'm sure we'll get responses from you know, all the main outlets and then, you know, like the trad ones, Life side and that kind of stuff. And then the the more um, Lib, Cath ones, you know, America, report mm-hmm. the reporter. Um, yeah. I
0: mean, the people, honestly, I think a lot of people who are going to be really upset at this movie just kind of will be upset at the idea. Like they were upset of before. D- well, but in the idea of Disney anyway, like it, they're, it's, it's just another tick on the box of Disney being terrible, right? I know. With
1: a lot of these people, you think Disney's long history of anti-Semitism would like make them big fans, but
0: um... <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so did, yep, did. check
1: it out. Let us know what you thought of it if you watch it. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, one thing. Final Zach, thoughts
1: on Soul, Matt.
0: I, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I don't know how many times I'll rewatch it. I'll um, maybe watch it again. I, I'll things like this. I tend to revisit every so often and just see what I remember and see what I don't. And, um, but yeah, I'm glad I watched it. I've definitely watched worse things and. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Let me tell you coming on the, coming on the Patreon i'll tell you yeah but it uh yeah i'm glad i watched it i enjoyed i mean it was it's a very what is it like an hour and 40 minutes it's easy to watch and had some good laughs and uh yeah what would you say
1: i'd I'd say it's good it was good for laughs it was there were just a lot of funny kind of visual comedy stuff of you know when they try to eat pizza and they can't because their souls or they try to there's just little things that mm-hmm. like I, there were a lot of gags that I thought were really funny and well done. Right. Um yeah. And I mean if you have Disney Plus, it's free. So I guess it's um, if you've already paid, it's free. But uh, you know, get someone's yeah. Disney Plus credentials and uh and check it out.
0: Yeah. Get like everybody related to me and my friends, just use my Disney Plus and uh, basically. Yeah. Basically. Uh I keep forgetting to plug father harrison's book okay and uh we did we talked about it on patreon but friend of the show and guest of the show father harrison air he had a book come out with michael Heinlein. is that how you say his name Heinlein. i bet h-e-i-n-l-e-i-n i'm very i went into it confidently and i came out not very confident uh, they wrote a book called Finding Christ in the Crisis, What the Pandemic Can Teach Us, and it's $2 on Amazon. Put Christ Back in Crisis. <laughs> Put Christ Back in Crisis. You know it. Uh, less pandemic and more prayer-demic. Oh, yes. They. Uh, it's $2 on Amazon, and it's a just kind of a booklet, a short book about just some less way.
1: less pandemic more plan angelic mhm exactly no no
0: it's it's basically just a good refresher on like i don't know if you it's been a tough year obviously we had the ncaa basketball tournaments get, uh post or just straight up canceled and some other stuff also happened um but it's a good refresher on cancel can, culture yeah cancel culture at it came for the NCAA yeah uh just a good reminder of what's important and how you can look you know kind of maybe brighten your outlook on things and uh Father Harrison you know is one of our dear dear friends pod podcast partner he, he endorses
1: every word that comes out of our mouth yeah just he
0: likes yeah everything we say he loves uh but yeah, so check it out. it's been out for a bit, and literally I just keep uh it zings out of my mind. But, you know, it's always good to have people plug your stuff a few months after it comes out. So check it out, Finding Christ in the Crisis, What the Pandemic Can Teach Us. Nice. And, uh, yeah, that's really all for me. You got anything else? Nope,
1: nope. We'll, um, we'll be back later this week with a Patreon episode, and uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode.
0: Oh, wow. I can't wait. I know next time next time we do a normal episode it'll be 2021
1: that's crazy a lot of people okay there are a lot of people that think that because it's going to be 2021 that you know all the bad stuff from 2020 just ends yeah. and when you even just point out to them that like nothing happens
0: mm-hmm.
1: they get super mad
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they're like don't well it's like i mean I, I, it sounds like you actually believe that something's going to be different. When we wake up and it's 2021.
0: Yeah. Hey, is uh, Times Square going to be empty for the ball drop this year? Oh, I don't know. Have you thought about that? I thought about that the other day. That's going to be. Uh...
1: I've heard that when you do the Times Square thing, you have to go get your spot uh, hour ahead, and you cannot leave to go to the bathroom.
0: Yeah, it's, it looks pretty bad.
1: Like I would never. I would just never. Um let's see. Let me just pull up a guy in here an article that they've installed the ball.
0: The balls the balls installed?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um let's see. Let's see if they're gonna get to have a crowd. um socially distanced crowd will be smaller. So they are gonna do a crowd.
0: Yeah, well, I mean Not many people live there anymore. So I guess whoever lives there can just walk outside and go to the Times Square. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the other thing, i sorry, I said I had two notes about Seoul. And this is the very last thing. Uh, I also wrote down road lollies because she grabbed a bunch of lollipops and said, I got some road lollies. And I thought that was funny.
1: Oh, yeah. Road (laughs) lollies.
0: Yeah, that's the last thing. I forgot that I said two things. But okay, that's it.
1: Boom. All right, folks. Well, We'll we will
0: see you on the other side. Yep. Talk to you all next week.